0: is evidence that even an experienced outdoorsman always needs to be prepared when going on a hike. It doesn't matter if that hike is just a short, mile-long trek. Don't be stubborn. Whether it's a sudden change in weather or a simple wrong turn that results in losing your direction, these things can happen to any of us. Harry Burley and his wife, Stacy, live in Roseburg, Oregon, known as the timber capital of the nation. The two have been happily married for decades. Not far out from where they live is a beautiful campground called Tokati Lake. Tokati Lake contains beautiful falls, camping, and fishing. An outdoorsman, Harry loves experiencing all of the great things that nature has to offer. And the lake is the perfect getaway to do just that. The date was May 5th of 2021. And despite his past experience in the great outdoors, he hadn't gone on any such excursions in over a year. If you think back to that time three years ago, COVID was still of major concern. And much of the nation was staying safe inside their homes. Harry had a yearning to get out though. So that's what he did. He told Stacy he was heading out for the night to the campground and rising early the next morning for some fishing. Tokati Lake is a fishing destination home to German brown trout in particular, and that's what Harry hoped to catch. He got in a kayak and proceeded to explore. It took a while to find any, but he eventually would. Despite these fish being healthy and appetizing, Harry had no plans on eating anything he'd catch. In his own unique words, Harry explained, I caught a couple of nice ones, kissed them on the snout, and let them go. By early afternoon, a heavy wind would pick up, and it was impacting the steering of his kayak. Being cautious, Harry would proceed to paddle back to safety. Harry, however, was not done exploring. He'd been stuck inside his home for a year, other than essential travel, like many of us were, and he wanted to make the most of the time away. He was several miles out from Twin Lakes, home to other species of fish like kokanee, brown trout, rainbow trout, and bass. He got in his car and drove that way. Upon parking outside the grounds, he left a note inside his windshield simply stating, Be back tonight. It was there that Harry decided in addition to fishing, he would take a little hike that was part of the lakes. The trail, Harry described, as being only a mile and a quarter out from his fishing destination. So really nothing to be worried about, he figured. In fact, he was so casual about hiking this trail that his footwear was the basic pair of leather sandals he'd used to kayak over some wool socks. As for other hiking accessories, He didn't bother bringing any of the basics, meaning no cell phone, no map, no sunscreen, and not even a water bottle. He had just his fishing pole, planning on making it to the lake, and that was it. Harry had no idea just how frightening of a turn of events things would take from here. Walking towards the lake through the tall timber, Harry would make a left turn early on in the hike that set him off track the expected mile and a quarter would become longer and longer. Now unable to deny he was lost, he frighteningly wondered just where the heck he was. By nightfall, it almost felt as if the universe was playing a cruel trick on him, winding up in a part of the trail appropriately named Deception Deception Creek. Creek. He would sleep there overnight, doing his best to find a space to stay covered from the elements. The days would compound, and at one point, while trying to navigate his way out of this maze, he would come across two large logs heading to a creek. As he walked the logs, he lost balance, fell down, and hit his head right on the thick wood as the fishing pole's reel attached to his belt punctured deeply into his hip. Blood poured out of his body, and he had nothing to aid the wounds. The reality was clear, and what was supposed to be a little hike would now become a matter of survival. Meanwhile, back at home, Stacy Burley would become very worried at her husband's long absence. At first, she thought maybe Harry had extended the trip a day, but once his time away exceeded that, she knew. He had to have gotten lost. Stacy called the Douglas County Sheriff's Office to report her husband missing, and every morning they would touch base, with the deputy ward assuring Stacy that Harry would be found. The weather would get colder overnight, and Harry would use fern branches to shelter as best as he could, creating makeshift settlements with them. He was now going on days without food. Figuring out how to keep warm, he remembered that he had a magnifying glass in his wallet, a keepsake given to him by his father-in-law, and he would try to create a fire for the night by combining its power with the direct sunlight during the day, but it would not hold. He'd spell out HELP and SOS using logs once he'd reached a higher vantage point in hopes that a chopper overhead searching for him might spot him. As more days went by, Harry described that his vision was starting to go. As a last resort to stay nourished, he would drink his own urine. Something he'd seen in movies and read about in survival books, but he never imagined he'd have to implement this into his own life at some point. Two weeks into this unspeakable ordeal, Harry would come to a massive rock wall alongside a waterfall he would describe being mesmerized by it. Seeing that there was a path to the top and although it would be extremely difficult, the man saw reaching this height as his final chance in being found and avoiding dying for malnourishment. He would take a few falls attempting to climb up and his sandal would even come apart. But he knew he needed to do this if he wanted to live. A rescue helicopter hovered above but this was not to be the miraculous storybook ending you may have expected to hear at this point in our story. Extremely difficult to locate through the thick brush, Harry would race with what little strength he had left in him and in the fight for his life waved to get the attention of the pilot. Unfortunately, the helicopter just kept going, unable to see the man they were trying to locate. In addition to these choppers, though, were a hundred volunteers and additional canines scouring the area searching for Harry. These volunteers would come across the makeshift shelters Harry built to stay warm overnight. They now knew they were on the right track and stayed within the vicinity. They would leave food and notes at these landmarks, hoping to make contact with Harry. Eventually, one of these volunteers would finally reach the missing man. Harry was inside one of these small makeshift shelters he made out of branches, and the volunteer had finally made contact and brought Harry to safety to Harry's extreme relief. The date was now May 23, 2021, 18 days from when Harry Burley left home and 17 days from when he went missing exploring Twin Lakes he would be transported by helicopter to Peace Health Sacred Heart Medical Center in Riverbend in Eugene, Oregon. He'd lost nearly 30 pounds and was put in intensive care for 12 days, suffering from malnutrition, dehydration, hypothermia, and gastrointestinal issues. His feet suffered nerve pain and had swelled up, appearing like footballs from all the physical trauma endured. Upon leaving the hospital, he would need a cane to walk. The 69-year-old man would be reunited with his wife of 40 years, Stacy Burley, and the two would hold a press conference on behalf of Douglas County Sheriff's Office and Douglas County Search and Rescue to graciously thank those that helped bring him to safety. The story was an inspiring one for all of the residents nearby. And to the nation at large whom many have heard the news. It was also a lesson to be learned. No matter how many times people go missing in parks and campgrounds, there will always be people who don't take the necessary steps to ensure their safety. We hope that this real life, unexpected and dangerous adventure encourages you, the listeners of In The Wild, to remember that no hike is too short too easy to do your due diligence. Pack water, pack snacks, bring your phone, maps, sunscreen, extra clothes, and anything else you may need. Experiencing the great outdoors involves taking the proper precautions. No matter how experienced, you do not want to sacrifice your health, even your life, or the resources needed to help rescue you, because you decided to be careless thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of in the wild to hear more captivating stories of real life survival hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on apple podcasts stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild